Welcome to Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, a luxury interior designer and construction expert. Educated at the New York School of Interior Design and employed by AD Top 100 firms, I have created a niche expertise in managing large-scale construction projects from renovations to new builds over the past three decades. Today, I'm on a mission to instill confidence in designers through this podcast and my online course, The Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management. Whether you are new to construction management or a seasoned designer like me, I am all about transparency and tactical advice for fellow designers. On this podcast, I share actionable steps, practical tips, real-life examples, and behind-the-scenes tricks that I use while managing construction projects. Not only will they keep them on schedule and on budget, but will give you the confidence to know that these projects will end successfully, protecting your profit as well as leading to a pipeline full of incredible referrals. If you've been searching for support and advice on construction management to grow your skills and confidence so you can avoid the mistakes that I've made in the past, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I want to thank each of you for being a part of this community. Your listens, subscribes, and reviews are what allows me to make this show great week after week. I've got lots of plans for growing this podcast, and that's enabled by you. Make sure to follow the podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a thing. If you enjoy this episode, spread the word. Leave a review and tell your interior design friends how much they can learn from this show. If you are listening to this the day it airs, it's January 2nd, 2024, and I want to wish each and every one of you an incredible Happy New Year. The forecasting is looking amazing for all of us interested in construction management. I want to dive into it today, break it all down, and set you up for success for this year. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Like I just mentioned, it is the second day of a new year and one that we really should be looking forward to. I have been hearing so many positive stories and studies and forecasts coming out over the last couple of weeks that really do set us up for a successful year in regards to construction management. Now, I know some of you may be sitting there thinking, I don't know, Renee, the phone isn't ringing. I don't have a lot of work. Some of you also may be thinking, well, that's not great for me. I'm overwhelmed with work. I can't possibly take on any more. And I hear you. And I do hear a lot of those concerns and why I wanted to take the time today to break down what they're saying, how it impacts our specific niche inside our our industry, and how to take full advantage of it in the first quarter to set you up for the rest of the year. So let's break this apart. If you have too much work and you're feeling overwhelmed, I challenge you to look at the work that you're doing. Are they truly your ideal client? I mean, truly. Break it down. Write down the person's name. Write down the attributes of them, the size of the project, the budget, the style, all things that would roll into whether they are an ideal fit for you. 
And I need you to be honest with yourself. And I know that's not always easy. And I know I'm not always honest with myself. But the reality is you should be focusing only on the projects that fit your ideal client and are a good fit for you. Now, why do I say this? Because, of course, we've talked about the fact that this isn't a hobby for those of you listening. This is a job and you need to produce income from this job to make it feasible. And I get that. I trust me. Truly, truly get that. I have had some very slim years and I know that feeling of, oh my God, I got to take this job. I don't know when the next job will come. And it took me a very long time to change my mindset and realize that taking on jobs that aren't a good fit, while they may produce income in the moment, in the end, it made me too, quote, busy to focus on getting the projects that A, I wanted and B, were a much better fit for me. I'd also challenge you to look at the income you're bringing in. And are you truly covering just your nut or are you producing income that is moving your business forward, meaning you are bringing in profits that allows you to invest in yourself, in your business, and in future work? Chances are, if you're taking on the wrong projects, you aren't making the money that you need to be making. And that's another thing you need to be honest with. And again, I really do appreciate that it's not easy. But now is a fresh start of a fresh year. Take a look at all of this. Are there some projects you can wrap up sooner? Are there projects that truly just don't fit and maybe you need to stop working with them? There's a variety of things in there that you need to consider, but now is the time to do it so that you are in the strongest position possible to take advantage of projects that are a good fit for you. Now, for designers who are hearing crickets, and trust me, they're out there, don't panic. Panicking makes you reactionary, and you typically will end up in the other category I just mentioned, where you're taking on jobs that aren't a good fit for you because you're terrified the phone will never ring again, and then you get overwhelmed and busy with projects that truly aren't good for you. I know that's not an easy statement to make when we all have bills that come in and they're not waiting for our income to catch up. I do get that. And you will find that you will have to take on projects that may not be the perfect fit. But I want you to decipher what's the best of the bunch and focus on them. And we all have that gut feeling. I know it when I'm listening to a potential client. I know my gut's going, Renee, hard pass. Just move on. And then the other part of me is like, well... It's not so bad. I mean, it's this, it's that. I could probably make this work or I could bang this out in two months, knowing full well that I'm wrong and that this truly isn't a good fit. My gut is right and I am forcing a square peg into a round hole. Now, I am telling you all of this from personal experience and a lot of experience of taking the wrong projects, wanting to move my ball further down the field into projects that I truly desire. And I'm telling you from my personal experience, taking on these projects are a bad way to get there. It slows down your progress. It makes you less open to the projects that you're looking for. And I really want you to hear me right now because the forecasting for our niche and all of the studies coming out are really looking positive for us. 
So what does that truly mean? Well, it comes down to what we do and our specific niche inside the interior design industry. As we've discussed on many occasions, there is essentially two niches inside the industry, decorating and construction. And while decorating may not have as good a year as construction, all the studies are showing that construction truly will outpace the decorating portion of our industry. And so those of you listening, I know you're here for the construction side, so that's really good news because there is instability in our markets. We aren't feeling as well off as we did in previous years. And while those indicators are looking better, they're not looking great. But if you look at those studies closely, you will also see that there are changes in the consumer spending markets and that homeowners are prioritizing investments over luxury or non-essential items. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I've talked a lot about how homeowners see construction renovation projects as an investment in their home and decorating the soft goods, the furnishings as a luxury. And so if consumers are still spending, which the studies are showing and it's still forecasting to continue, then homeowners are going to be leaning further into renovation and construction projects even more than they have been. That's great news for us. Now, I will tell you from personal experience, I'm just entering my 31st year in this business. And I was a solopreneur when we had the financial crisis in 2008. And I, along with the rest of our industry, panicked because I don't do this for a hobby. I rely on income to come in and support my family. And I was terrified about what was going to happen to my current clients, let alone any future clients. And what I found was that I maintained the same income I had pre-2008, but all of my projects, with maybe one exception, turned into a construction project because homeowners were seeing that as an investment and they were shelving their decorating projects until the tides turned. And as we all know, that took a while and for some it took years. And so I have personal experience with friends in the industry whose firms didn't make it. They were solely decorating and their client base dried up. It was tragic to see very talented people not being able to scrape together enough clients to continue in our business. And while I don't see a 2008 on the horizon, thankfully, but I do know when our economy ebbs and flows, the one consistency is the desire of homeowners to continue to invest in their properties and their homes. I found some studies that showed from 1968 to 2009, the median home price in the U.S. went up an average of 5.4% annually. So that goes straight through the financial crisis. The home values are still continuing, and they're predicting there's going to be a, a continued rise in real estate values because of the dawn of urbanization. Population growth is continuing, and there are housing shortages everywhere. Again, all good news for designers like us who want to specialize in renovations and construction. 
And I actually found a really interesting S&P Dow study that mirrored my experience during the financial crisis that said during the decade post-2008 financial crisis, real estate investments yielded higher returns than S&P 500. And think about, of course, that makes sense that people will invest in their homes because they know that they will yield the return on their investment. There was one study that showed a minor kitchen renovation recouped an average of 77.6% of the cost of the renovation. I don't know about you, but that's a hell of a return on your investment. So I've talked about this before, how you can sell your services to clients simply by stating these facts. You can Google facts in your own part of the country. You can Google facts nationwide and have those data points on the ready during conversations with clients. Now, another good news, and I've spoken with a bunch of realtor friends of my own, that the mortgage interest rates are lowering. They're becoming more palatable to not only new homeowners, but to those who are looking to upgrade or move. And as I've spoken countless times, Realtors are an amazing industry partner. Every single one of their clients is a potential client for you. Literally, every single client a realtor has is a potential client for you and your services. So what do you do with all of this information? Well, let's go back to those of you who are overwhelmed with work. Is there an opportunity to add to the scope of work, to create a job that's a better fit for you? So, for instance, if you're doing some decorating work and the homeowner happens to mention a dated bathroom, talk to them about these data points and how improving their home will raise the value of their home. Maybe they'll be more interested in segueing right into that project. Not only will they recoup a great portion of their investment, but that they have someone that they know, like, and trust that can successfully see them from start to finish. As I've mentioned before, I've had clients I've done decorating with who didn't see me as someone they could lean on and hire to do their construction projects. That's a shame on me. I clearly wasn't stating all of my services throughout the project. Now, you may say, well, it's on my website, and gee, I don't know, I guess they've read it. Well, yes, they may have, but it could have been six months ago. And frankly, I barely remember what I read last week, let alone factoids on someone's website. It's an opportunity that you shouldn't assume that the client you're working with knows all of the services that you can provide. Find a way of bringing it up if they haven't mentioned a dated bathroom, or if there isn't a way to shifting the scope of work into a construction project and making it a more fulfilling and good fit for your firm. Then do what you can to complete the project and move on to these projects that will be more fulfilling to you and a better fit for the goals that you have for the year. And those designers whose phones aren't ringing, now is the time to lean 100% in to the realtors in your area. If you know some personally, now's the time. Call them up. Get in front of them. Have a coffee. Meet for lunch. Talk to them about their strategies, how they're approaching this new year with all of these positive signs for the home buying market. How can you support them? Chances are they either don't know or have forgotten that you offer construction services in your firm. 
we tend to assume that everybody remembers things about us. And I am guilty of that as well. But I heard years ago that the reason we get countless J. Crew magazines in the mail is a study showed that a person had to see something seven times in order to pique an interest into buying something. Now, I don't know if that's still the case with the world of social media, but it does make sense. You have to see or hear something repeatedly before you really invest that in your memory. So if you haven't spoken to this realtor in six, seven, eight months, it's safe to assume they haven't remembered all of the details about you and your business. Get back in front of them. Remind them who you are, what your goals are, and how you can partner with them to make the both of you successful. Because remember, a realtor wants to be able to offer their clients all the services. They want to be able to offer them the best plumber, the best electrician, the best lawn service, and yes, the best designer. And so they may have two or three designers that they are connected with and have a relationship with, but I'm going to bet that those designers specialize in decorating. Be the one, be the difference between the contractor that the realtor will recommend and the designer that specializes in decorating. Showcase your skills to that realtor now so that when they are in front of clients in the coming weeks, because they will be calling their clients and saying, hey, did you hear about the interest rates are down? Hey, did you hear that median house prices are starting to give in? They're the ones while they're walking through a house and the home buyer is saying, gee, I really don't like this bathroom. That's when you want to be top of mind in the realtors when they say, well, you know what? I have this amazing designer who's local and specializes in construction management. I wouldn't make this bathroom the reason we don't move forward with the house. You see, it is a partnership with these realtors. And while I still believe contractors and architects are amazing industry partners, I think right now, realtors should be top of your list. So aside from making that list of realtors to reach out to, make sure all of your business points of contact say and feel the way you want them to. Check your website. Do you specifically mention construction services on your website? I've said this before. When one of you reaches out to me, I always do my homework. I jump on your websites. I want to know more about you. And I can't tell you how many times I scan the services tab on your websites and it doesn't mention construction. Well, if I can't find it and I'm looking for it, that means homeowners can't find it. It's an easy edit to make. Now's the time to go and do it. Same thing with your social media. If you're on LinkedIn, Pinterest, it all needs to have the same messaging across any channel because you just don't know how a potential client will be looking into you long before they call you. And as I've always said to employees, when we get that phone call, we're probably three to six months behind schedule. Now, I know that sounds funny, but the reality is they have been researching you. Maybe it's a month, maybe it's six months. They've been squirreling away money. They've been talking to their partner about hiring you. They've likely been creating Pinterest boards, mood boards, getting excited, pulling out magazine ads of things that they want 
and design ideas they want help creating. And so when they call you, you need to be ready to not only take all of that information in, but again, make sure that they are the fit that you are looking for so that when you do take on the project, and trust me, construction projects can last weeks, months, and years. It is something you will be truly excited to stay on and see to the end and parlay that project through photographs and new relationships into future projects. So the forecasting is looking great for us. I want you to stay positive even if the phone isn't ringing. I am confident that it will be soon if you take the steps that we talked about today and start putting your best foot forward and marketing the hell out of your services based on these studies and data points and start landing the projects that you are looking for that will help make your 2024 goals come true. So I am here to help, whether that is a confidence boost in telling you about the exciting forecasts for this year, whether it is for construction management, insight, tips, and best practices, or whether it is to support you further in the private Facebook group inside the course, I am here for you. I want this to be the best, most successful year of your career. I know it can happen, and I want to be a part of it and along for the ride. So if you need any more information about the course or the other offerings I have, check out my website, devinedesign.com, and reach out to me if you have any further questions. Until then, I am so excited for you to hit the ground running. It's January 2nd. Now's the time. Seize the day. And I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening. And I hope you heard something that you can apply to a project today. If you're ready to increase your construction projects in your business, check out the details on my signature course, The Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management. It's a six-part digital course that will save you a three-year learning curve, get you profitable, bring in an income and lifestyle that makes sense for you by learning the top strategies, what works and what doesn't, building your confidence so you're no longer paddling to stay afloat or worse, learning how to manage construction on a client's project. Through the course, I'm handing over 30 years of top strategies and advice. Head to my website, devinedesign.com, for more details on the Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management and become educated and empowered for your next construction project.